Welcome to the Hypnotoad Podcast on the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. It is your favorite Horned Frog, Andrew Zimmel, coming to you on a midweek montage. Got a bunch of different things, a bunch of ingredients in the pot all twisted together. Going to talk a little football, going to talk a little basketball, a little baseball action for you as Luke Savage signs with the Texas Rangers, Mike Miles signs with the Mavericks, a lot of guys staying at home. So we'll get into all of that and more. But first, got to remind you, subscribe, rate, review the podcast wherever you get your Hypnotoad podcast, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon, wherever you get it. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review. Leave us that review on iTunes. Uh, screenshot it. Send it to the big boss, Pete Mundo, at heartlandcollegesports.com. That's Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com to win a free Heartland College Sports koozie by leaving a rating and review. Want to give a big shout-out? We mentioned it last week when we talked media day. Want to give a shout-out to the guys over at heartlandcollegesports.com who have done a great job, a fantastic job, of keeping everybody up to date on everything happening in the Big 12. A lot of moving parts, a lot of different things happening with uh, teams exiting, teams entering. This is the year of the Super Conference in the Big 12 where you have a montage or a mashing of BYU and Houston and Texas and Oklahoma, right? There's everybody in the conference together. So this is probably one of the most exciting seasons in Big 12 conference history. And of course, the guys over at Heartland College Sports have you covered with that. And Pete Mundo has done a great job with his podcast and everything. I don't need to tell you about that. You already know. All right, let's get into football. News broke today. We're recording this Wednesday afternoon. News broke today that we are getting an open practice. Open practice, that's happening August 19th. Plenty of time to get on the schedule. August 19th, open practice. They'll have autographs afterwards. Athletic Administration has said they're going to put more information out as we get closer to that date. So we're a month away. I think this is a great idea. I think this is super smart. The fan base is already super engaged. TCU fans already know it. If you listen to this podcast, if you listen to any or read any Horn Frog media, you already are more in connected, more uh, yeah, just connected to the program than a lot of other fans, Fairweather fans or casual fans. You're already more in the know. But I think this is a really good way to kind of open up the uh, floodgates when it comes to alumni donations, but also when it comes to alumni support. Because, you know, a lot of us, I will, I'll go on a limb here and say most of us, we go to college We enjoy going to the games. We stay in touch with the teams. We graduate college. We keep up with the teams. And then life happens. right? You get a wife, get some kids, get a husband, get a dog, whatever. You end up getting a little bit further away from your school when you hit your 30s, mid, mid, late 20s, early 30s, right? A lot of different things happening. Having an open practice, having the ability for your kids to potentially go check out some players, and I mean, let's be honest here. When all of us, at some point or another, had a uh, athlete that we enjoyed, that we were looked up to, that we supported when we were younger, had the poster on the wall, and that helped us get into the team. Like for me, it was Andy Dalton. For other people, it was LT. For other people, it was somebody else. Right? Like it, you have entry level, a gateway athlete, and this is a really good way to kind of get a younger generation hooked on that. I think this is a genius idea. I think this is a super easy idea. It doesn't cost any money for the athletic department to do. I have always said that open practices make it easier for fans to connect to the team. So TCU doing this makes a ton of sense. All right, 
shifting gears, going from little kids to adults. Uh, TCU is still at seven and a half wins in Vegas. Okay, the over under for TCU in March was seven and a half. After media day, it's seven and a half. What's interesting is that you go through a lot of the hedgers, a lot of the betting sites, and they'll even give you game by game predictions. They'll give you game by game ideas of when TCU is going to be the favorite, when they're going to be the underdog. As an underdog, are they going to cover? As an underdog, are they going to win? I looked, went through it. What's interesting is, is that Vegas still has Texas, UT winning the Big 12. The media has Texas winning the Big 12. We talked about it a little bit last week. I really want to hammer it here. TCU was picked fifth in that media poll. Win total, 7.5 is the over-under. Picked fifth behind Texas, K-State, OU, and Texas Tech. And earlier this week, and we already saw a couple of media members coming out saying that Texas Tech is a dark horse for the college football playoffs. The only way that a Big 12 team gets into the playoffs Outside of Texas, uh, outside of uh, TC last year, losing the Big 12, but still getting to be in the college football playoffs and then ultimately winning a game in the college football playoffs against Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl. But for the most part, for a, a Big 12 team to get into the playoffs, while we're still while we're still only at four teams, will be to win. Will be to win the conference or play in the conference championship. So to say that Texas Tech is going to not only play in the college football playoffs, that would mean that they probably have to win the conference championship or at least get to that point. And I don't think they're going to do that. I think OU, venerable, uh, he's already been getting shots taken at him by uh, Colorado head coach Deion Sanders. Prime time taking shots at him, saying that he crashed the Ferrari after Bob Stoops built it up. Uh, Lincoln Riley kept the car on the road, and now venerable crashing the Ferrari. So, okay, OU. Maybe they have a bounce back year. I'm going to bet against them. We go to K-State. K-State, to me, is the best team outside of TCU when it comes to a shot to win the conference. I think it goes, if you had to order it any way, K-State, TCU, and Texas would be the three that I would pick. But K-State is losing a lot of talent, too. K-State is in the similar boat as TCU. Now, what's interesting is that a lot of the pundits, a lot of the media members will tell you that TCU losing Max Duggan after not having a lot of support for him the previous year, after not, I don't, I didn't see any articles written about Duggan deserves to be the starting quarterback coming into the last season. I think most of the media, I think most people were on the Chandler Morris train. But you lose Duggan and all of a sudden everybody acts like you're losing the sky and the moon and the stars. I like Max Duggan. I'm a big fan. If you listen to the podcast before, I've said I'm a Duggan guy. But to act like losing him is all of a sudden going to be this big detriment to me is insane, right? Okay, so K-State, they don't lose to the level that TCU loses talent, but I also believe that TCU brings in a lot of talent through the transfer portal. They've done a lot of good stuff when it comes to building up guys who have stuck around, guys who are still here. And then, of course, the difference between K-State and every other team, or the difference between TCU, K-State, and every other team in the conference is that I believe in Sonny Dykes more than any other head coach. Maybe I'm too high on the guy, and if I am, I'll own up to it later. But right now, after winning 12 Coach of the Year awards from every single publication, every single outlet, I am going to go with Sonny Dykes. I'm going to go with the guy who built up SMU, 
who in year one played in the college football national championship last year. I'm going with Sonny Dykes. And then, of course, Texas, Quinn Ewers, and everything else. A lot of circus going around Austin, both on the field and off the field. They're taking photos with their shirts off. They all look jacked. Congratulations. That doesn't win you football games. Maybe Quinn Ewers is the guy. Maybe he takes a step up. Maybe he's the best quarterback in the conference this year. It'd be the first time that that happens. Think about that. Quinn Ewers was, came in to college football, went to Ohio State first, then goes to Texas as a perfect prospect by 24-7 sports, by rivals, by everybody else. When they all the places that rank these guys, Quinn Ewers out of Southlake was supposed to be the next Tim Tebow, RG3, Andrew Luck, Vince Young. And to this point, he hasn't been that. To this point, there have been better quarterbacks in the conference, let alone in the country, who have been better than him. So maybe this is the year that everything clicks, but I'm a person who leans more towards what have you done for me lately. I just think that it's seven and a half wins. I'm not giving you gambling advice here, but I'm telling you, I'm taking TCU ahead of a lot of these teams. Let's move on to basketball. International TCU basketball. The Frogs go international. They need to watch out because they're going to Paris I hear that they eat frogs in France. The Horned Frogs, they depart on August 4th. They spend the 5th to the 9th in Paris. Then they end in London, England. The basketball team will compete in exhibition games and are allowed 10 additional practices. So the NCAA got weird rules here. Guys can go on uh, travel abroad trips. This is essentially that for the TCU basketball program. They take a foreign tour every four years. So TCU men's basketball traveling to Europe. It's going to be a a fun time. I hope those guys stay safe. 5th through the 9th in Paris, and then they'll be in London 9th through the 13th, competing in exhibition games, taking the international brand worldwide. I'm shout-out TCU basketball. Happy for them. Uh, Get the chance. Those kids are going to get a really cool opportunity here. I wouldn't mind going to... England either, going to Europe right around now. It's a billion degrees outside. would not mind doing that. It's going to be a fun trip. Excited for them. And, of course, you know, helps recruiting a little bit. All those dudes over there. There's a I mean, Victor Wimbanyama, we, we see that at the Spurs' number one overall pick from Paris, France. Uh, the French, they got some really good ball players. Would not hurt to uh, sneak one of those guys back over here. You know, I wouldn't mind a Victor Wimbanyama type playing for uh, TC men's basketball. Mike Miles. Former Frog, but also a uh, future Maverick, potentially. So the TCU's Mike Miles Jr., he agreed to a two-way contract with Dallas uh, after the Summer League. Had a very good Summer League showing. Scored 19 points on 6 of 11 shooting. Knocked down a couple of threes. An overtime win for the Mavericks earlier last week. Mike Miles was the first Horned Frog to be named to a three-time Big 12 conference player. That's what I was trying to say. Had a storied career at TCU. He's going to be the biggest uh, loss off of this team that went to the NCAA tournament last year, I believe. I think that uh, TCU men's basketball worse off than Mike Miles Jr. is in the league, but we're happy for him. He joins Desmond Bain as uh, another Horn Frog in the league. He's on a two-way contract, so that means he'll be in the G League and then also potentially playing some games for the professional team Dallas Mavericks. So, you know, I'm very happy for him, and we'll get to Luke Savage here in a minute because he signed with uh, the Rangers after the draft. Both these guys get to stay close to home, which I think is really cool. And I, I like that the professional teams that are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, right? I know it's a big area. I get it. But also, 
You know, it is technically one Metroplex, whether we want to argue about it or not. That's just the case in point, right? Point is, I like that the professional teams in the area are supporting TCU Athletics. I like that the surrounding area, the professional teams, send guys to TCU football practices, that they send guys to the baseball games and the basketball games and all the other types of stuff. The only thing that I will say this, right, I, I wish the Cowboys would do a better job of keeping an eye on TCU. Because think about this. I understand Jerry Jones, Arkansas guy. I get that part. I understand that the T, or the uh, front office with the Cowboys, I feel like they have a lot of roots in the SEC, which totally makes sense. SEC Media Day is going to be in Dallas next year. I, I get it. I do think that they are missing out on a lot of very good talent that comes out of the Big 12. I think that uh, they've done a pretty poor job of scouting the Big 12 when it comes to getting guys from this conference. And even, the even I don't want to say the group of five conferences in the area, but also Conference USA in the state of Texas, they've got a couple teams. You've you got to think, like, there's some pretty good dudes, some pretty good ball players who have played – at uh, UTSA and UNT and all the other places. So it's just, I think the t- Cowboys could do a little bit better job. That's neither here nor there. I'm happy for Mike Miles Jr. getting to stay in town or in close close to home uh, with the, the Mavericks. Will he get a shot to play? So I've thought about this for a while. I don't think so. <laughs> I like I like my, my, Mike Miles Jr. I like him. Uh, I just look at the way that that roster set up and maybe Kyrie Irving goes down with an injury because he's been injury prone. Maybe Seth Curry has some issues, but that's going to be a Luka Doncic-led team. Miles needs to keep the ball in his hands. We saw in Summer League a little bit so far. Uh, he's done a good job on defense. He's done a good, a much better job in transition. He looks like a much more willing passer. At TCU, he was the offense. Clearly in the league, he will not be that. There's a lot better scorers than he than, than Mike Miles Jr. So he's going to have to kind of establish or change his game a, a little bit. I was listening to former number one high school prospect, Austin Rivers, who he was the number one prospect about 15 years ago. He was on a podcast. And he was talking about when these guys get to the league, you need to figure out what you do better than everybody else. Like if you're really good at left corner threes, and that's the thing that you're like better than everybody else at, then you're going to stick around. If you're an incredible rebounder, that's a way to stick around. Defense, same thing. What Mike Miles Jr. does is a little bit of everything well. That's not going to be good enough to cut it. He needs to figure out what is going to be his thing, what's the thing that he's going to do better than everybody else. Desmond Bain, to his credit, has locked down on defense. Guy's a great defensive player. He's a really good uh, wing defender, really good shooter from the corners. He has figured out that is where my bread is going to be buttered so that makes sense for him. But for Miles um, Jr., he's got to figure out what that thing that's going to keep him in the league is. So he's got some time in the G League. He'll figure it out, hopefully. And then, of course, we're going to wrap it up. TCU, Luke Savage signs with the Texas Rangers. He's able to stay closer to home as well. The Rangers have had a really good season so far. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the pro team. But, man, they have uh, sent a bunch of guys to the All-Star game. I like that the Rangers have finally kind of started to come out of their slump. It feels like it's been 10 years now that they've really been struggling, really middle of the road. It has hurt a lot, to me at least, that their struggles have coincided almost directly with the rise of the Houston Astros. So it's been like a downturn for the team up here and an uptick for the team in Houston, and that just is insult to injury as well. So... 
I'm glad that he joins the Rangers. Uh, the three-year member of the Horned Frog, Savage appeared in 50 games, a 10-5 and record with a 3-1-2 ERA, 82 strikeouts, and 36 walks over 98 innings. He was a 2022 All-Big 12 first team and 2023 NCAA Fayetteville uh, All-Region team honoree. So he's part of that team that went to the College World Series this previous year as well. Uh, TCU has put many pitchers into the pro leagues. Uh, Jake Arrieta, most famously, or most recently most famously, going to uh, the, the pros, being a World Series champion with the Chicago Cubs. He was my pick last week when we talked about who would you want to have a barbecue with or uh, get a picnic with, who would be one of your horned frogs. I didn't get a lot of you guys tweeting me back at that, at Andrew underscore Zimmel on Twitter, if you want to uh, send me your uh, who would you want, who's the five TCU horned frogs that you would want to uh, get a barbecue with or have a have a bar- barbecue with. would love to see you guys' answers because there's a lot of good options. There's a ton of good options here uh, to see what you guys would what you guys would pick. That is going to do it for the podcast this week, a shorter podcast, but uh, a goodie. Next week, we are going to go over some positions. I think we want to do a preview of the different positions. It will be a month until kickoff, or I should say a, a week of kickoff, a month away from that next time we talk. So we will continue to ramp things up. And, of course, make sure you subscribe, rate, review the, review the Horn Toad, or the yeah, Hypnotoad podcast wherever you get it. You can win a free Heartland College Sports koozie by leaving a rating and review on iTunes and sending it to Pete Mundo, the big boss, Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. That's Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Next time we talk, we will be breaking down position groups, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Until then, though, try to stay cool. It's been hot out.